All right, welcome, welcome. My name is Pastor B. Wallace. And I'm Keontae McDonald, and you're tuning to Simplify Complexity, a relationship podcast. That's right. So we want to welcome you to another day, another podcast. We know that you could be anywhere, you could be doing anything, but you decided to join us. And so we want to thank you for that. We also want to encourage you to go to the website, simplifycomplexity.org. There you can find mm-hmm. more uh, information and resources uh, about what we're doing. Also, we want to encourage you to please uh, tag us. We are celebrating our 100th episode. And in celebration of our 100th episode, we are giving away $100. And, and so if you want an mm-hmm. easy way of uh, just letting us know how much uh, you appreciate what we're doing, and if you want to possibly win $100 from that, then on your social media, on Instagram or on Facebook, be sure to just to take a, a screenshot of um, your favorite episode or maybe just do a blurb about your favorite episode. And then make sure you tag me at Brian E. Wallace. Uh, and in doing so, you'll go ahead and have a chance to win. Now, I, I will say this. I did find out that if your account is on private and you tag me, um, then, you know, we won't see it. And, mm-hmm. and so you have to I'll have to you, you have to follow me so I can follow you back. And then that way I'll be able to see it if your account's on private. Otherwise, if your account's not private, then I'll be able to see your your tag. And so I'm going to go ahead and extend this just a little bit for anybody that may have went ahead and did a tag, but they just didn't know. And so be sure to follow yeah. me so I can follow you back so you have a chance to enter the win. Because I don't want anybody that felt like, man, I, I, I put it out there, but they didn't hit me back. They didn't let me know. Uh, and so I want everybody to have a chance to, to to win. So we'll announce the winner toward the end of February rather than the middle of February. Just give people a little bit more time uh, for that. Keontae, right. how are you feeling today, man? I'm doing pretty good, man. How about yourself? Man, blast, man. Just, just, every day is a new opportunity. And, you know, that's how we try to approach it, right? That it is. That it is. All right. So we're going to continue our, our topic um, as we kick off this new year with four things you can do to transform your relationship. And, mm-hmm. and and many of us, you know, especially as you start the new year, you're like, man, I just want a new beginning. I want new opportunities. And so I want to encourage you that you can have a fresh start. You can have new beginnings with inside of your relationship. It starts with you. You can be that change agent. You can be that change maker. And, and with that, there's certain things that we can do. There's certain things that we can build on. And so um, we, we've been talking about in our past episodes, things that we can do. And today, this one is, is so important. And I, I really want to encourage us in this area of, you know, we need to be better listeners. Mm-hmm. Most and, definitely. And, and you know what came to my mind, Keontae, was this. You know, sometimes we just need to shut up and listen. Mm-hmm. And I, oh, I, know, yeah. I know that's a little bit of a I bad know. word. You know, you don't want to tell people, don't <laughs> shut up. Shut up. You know, but when you're telling yourself <laughs> to shut up, I think it has a different context, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so, you, so you're not telling other people to shut up. You're telling yourself, just shut up and listen. Mm-hmm. And, and ultimately, we just want to be better listeners. And by being better listeners, we're talking about being an, an active listener. So as, right. as we talk about this, I man, what's the first thing that kind of came to your mind? Uh, the first thing that actually came to my mind really is myself. Um, <laughs> and you know, because oftentimes, you know, especially because, you know, since me and you do a relationship podcast, um, since I've been married for almost 10 years and me and my wife really got married young, we're still together. A lot of people come to me and kind of think like, that I kind of have it all together. I like me and my wife have it all together. But man, why I'm so excited about this topic is because I'm about to be preaching to myself. 
Right. Because, man, I like we still struggle with active listening. And, you know, what I mean, like just having that 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 flawless communication is something that we constantly have to work on. Um, so, you know, when we first came up with this topic, man, it just came to mind like, man, like, OK, what really can I come up with and what can I think about to really practice for myself? You right. know, more so just practice what I preach. I, mean, I, I love it, and, and I want to I want to hear some of those points, but I want to jump on one of the things that you said, and I want to encourage our listeners. So, as as we're talking about how do we become a better listener, um, and mm-hmm. I, I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, if you begin to apply this, you will see transformation in your relationship. But the first thing that we have to understand, to me, is that you're not born a good communicator, <laughs> right? Right. Exactly. I don't know what it is for for whatever reason we think just because we can talk. You know, we we know how to to, to do effective communication. So talking does not equate to effective communication. And and so first understanding that it is a learned behavior. Mm -hmm. It's something that you have to work at. And you said it so uh, well is is you got to work at it. You got to work at it. You got to continue to perfect your craft of effective communication. Because if you think just because you speak English that all of a sudden they're going to understand you, you have another thing coming. (laughs) Right. And here's the thing. The funny thing is you can literally speak the same languages and it's like, womp, 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 Right. And it'll be a foreign translation. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the, and that's the craziest thing about like, listen, about what you said. Like, you know, we kind of think we're all just born with this innate, you know, ability to just converse and speak so flawlessly and get our points across. But man, we get lost in translation so many times. And here's the cold part about that, man, is that we have this idea that people are supposed to to innately know what we're feeling. So we, we made it even worse. Yeah. Not only are we bad communicators when we actually talk and when we listen, but now all of a sudden people are supposed to guess what we're thinking right, and right. what we're feeling. Like, like how am I supposed to know that? <laughs> we're supposed to know me. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, I'm trying, you know? Man, like, and then another thing about this, too, about active listening, I think um, what I've noticed from myself um, that kind of helps is... You know, I look back on my past experiences of not having good communication instances like mm-hmm. with my wife, and I try to really pinpoint in detail and understand what exactly is blocking me from being a good listener. You know what yeah. I mean? What, what, what I mean by that, let me, let me dive deeper into it. What I mean when I say I'm trying to understand what blocks me from being a better listener is, you know, what things are coming up in my mind when it gets time to talk to my wife? That's like, good. do I, do I automatically kind of rehearse this pre-rehearse the situation you know, before we have a talk? You know what I mean? Yeah. Am I coming into this just, you know, already on the defense you know what I mean? So, you know, I have to really look in time myself and see what walls am I kind of putting up before I even open my, before I even get to the point where I'm opening my mouth or where I'm receiving what my wife is saying. I'm already, you know, laying a bad foundation of, of bad communication. Um, so me really identifying what my problems is and what blocks me from that really puts me on the forefront of saying, OK, let me go ahead and put my guard down. Let me just keep an open mind and come into this afresh and ready to listen. When you've taken this first step to be proactive, and when we're talking about being proactive is oftentimes we want to look on the outside um, and say, well, this needs to change and that needs to change. But there's some things, you know, there's a lot of things actually on the outside that we can't change. But Mm -hmm. what you can always change is you. 
you yeah. have the power to to change how you respond to it, how you you begin to allow that to affect your feelings and how you allow it to affect your moods. And and so you have the ability to be proactive in that situation and say, okay, well, let me evaluate, you know, how am I approaching this? Am, am I already coming with something blocking my ability to listen? Mm-hmm. And, and And that's why, you know, the key word we're saying here is listen. If you want to be a better communicator, you have to be a better listener. And, right, and, right. and a key scripture, you know, that, that comes to my mind, um, that's pretty uh, popular, it comes from James. And in mm-hmm. James, it tells us that we need to be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. And what's right, right, happening right. is, is, is that first part is I need to be, you know, quick to hear. Stop, stop being so, we're the opposite. We're so quick to say something rather than being quick to listen. Mm-hmm. And so we need to be faster just saying, let me just listen. Let me listen. Let me listen. Um, and as you become a better listener, and we're going to give techniques to become a better listener, but as you become a better listener, then you'll find your communication will be better. Right, right, right. And that scripture is James one nineteen. If, if you're looking for it. Um, but man, that's, that's just such a good scripture, um, you know, when it just comes to that, that listening part. Because, you know, really, how many of us really practice being quick to hear? Um, <laughs> I know for me, I'll speak for myself. I'm always, I always find myself being quick as to, to, to get out my side. You know what I mean? Yep. Let me go ahead. Let me go ahead and throw out my two cents first. You know what I mean? Most of us really don't. We don't really run to be the quickest to listen, no. to be the quickest to try to understand a situation. Because we, we jump wanna... on the defensive. We, we, exactly. We're automatically on the defensive. Something comes up and we, we jump on the defensive, which already breaks down our ability to communicate. Right, right, right. And everything is just messed up from that point on. You know, it's, it's hard to it's hard to refine traction. You know what I mean? When you just start off on a rocky road, when you go off road from, from the get go. So... Well, that's a good scripture. Well, one of the things that I, I want to point out that that helps us to be a better listener is seek to understand. Mm-hmm. I mean, and when, when I say seek to understand, I really want us to really understand what that means. Is I want to hear and I really want to understand what you're saying from the viewpoint that you're saying it. And this is more than just kind of the regurgitation exercise where somebody says something, you just say back what they said. Mm-hmm. You know, that it's a, it's a good exercise, but it's bigger than that. It, it's really just listening and listening and listening. And, and you're asking maybe even questions because you, you want to just understand how they're feeling. You're trying to put yourself in their shoes. You're trying to see it from their perspective. And once you're able to do that, then that's where you are communicating. Okay, is this how you're feeling? I, I think I'm understanding, yeah. but I just want to make sure that this is how you know you're feeling. And then you might begin to repeat to them. You might say back, you know, things that they might be saying, but it's all in an effort to better understand them, not in an effort to just hurry up and get to your point. Right, right, right. What you said really uh, brings to my mind. Um, I believe it's Proverbs Proverbs eighteen two that says, um, "Take uh, a fool takes pleasure. A fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only expressing his own opinion." Hmm. You hmm. know, and I think that's right, solid to the point because you know, 
a, if, as a fool, you just take no pleasure in understanding what your spouse or what your boyfriend or what your girlfriend is trying to say, but rather you are already just like, you, you formulating your own opinion. And on the gist of, of, of understanding a person, just like you said, the good thing is to, you know, somebody saying something and you quite don't get it or you might think that they may be feeling a certain way to right. ask about that because that gives you clarity rather than just assuming because assuming something is basically creating your own opinion on what that person is actually trying to say rather than understanding exactly what they're trying to say and exactly what they're trying to get across. And, and here's the thing, as you better understand the position that somebody is coming from, as you really seek to understand it from their point of view, now you're actually growing closer to that person. Mm-hmm. because you're understanding their feelings. And as you're understanding their feelings, it actually might help change your perspective as far as how you viewed the challenge. Right, you really right. thought that they were just being, um, you know, a butthead about something. But then all of a sudden, through your active listening and through you really trying to understand them, you were able to draw out that actually some of what they're dealing with was just a bad day. Yeah. And exactly. they were just going through a bad day and, and they're really dealing with maybe depression. or I mean, you just don't know the depths of what is going inside or what's happening inside of people sometimes until you really begin to listen. And mm-hmm. in our efforts sometimes to communicate, we're just dealing with surface level stuff. Mm-hmm. We're just surface level. And, and so I just want to hear up and get this out because this is, you know, you made me upset or, or this is the offense or whatever it might be. And so it's really yeah. just a matter of listening. So that way you, you better understand that person. And as you better understand that person, you're in a better position to, to bring health to the relationship. Right. That's, that's good stuff. Um, I think for me, man, I, I have another little tip, um, which okay. I feel is a, which I feel is a major tip, um, that we can all use <laughs> is when your spouse is talking, don't interrupt. Hmm. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. I feel like this, is a, this is a big one. And it's, I think it's one of the hardest ones we do, you know, for instance, you know, some, your spouse is talking about something and you get triggered because you hear something. And so you want to stop what they're saying and interject in that point. Why that's bad, though, is because it only brings more frustration. Yeah. You know, you don't want to interrupt because you want your spouse to be able to get out what they're trying to say fully. You know what I mean? So, you know, what I mean, you could just use a technique of just maybe, I don't know, putting your putting your hand, putting your hand <laughs> under your chin. You know what I mean? As a sign, like, OK, it's not my time to speak. I'm going to wait till they're done. I'm going to wait till their lips stop moving. Right. Count two seconds. And then I'll go ahead and express, you know, my understanding of what they're saying or express what I'm feeling. But we just really got to practice not interrupting. Um, right. Because when you're when you're continuing to interrupt and interrupt, interrupt, I don't think that falls under the ground of being an active listener, which is the key word. Right. And here, here's the hard part about that is, is can, can we just keep it real? You know, Keontae, can we keep it real? Mm-hmm. Man, it's hard sometimes listening to some people. Like, you know, I'm, I just I just want to keep it real. Like, so some people yeah. they just want to go on and on and on and on, and and other times they keep saying the same thing over and over yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mind you, it, it is you just want to go ahead and jump in there and say, "I got it," you know, and let, let's hurry up and rush this thing along. But you don't even realize sometimes people they just need to get things off their chest. Mm-hmm. And part of mm-hmm. being a good mate, part of being a, an active listener is just allowing people to communicate what's on their heart. Yeah. They know that there's a, a there's a free space there. There's there's mm-hmm. a there's a judgment-free zone where they can just begin to just share things. And that's all they might have needed. 
All they right, needed right. was just for you just to be quiet and, and, and listen and not interrupt. And before you know it, that actually might have solved the issue. Right. Have right. you ever talked to somebody and all of a sudden through them talking, they actually worked out the issue? Yeah, like, oh, wow. That, really, no, that, that's that's true and that's honest. Like, sometimes we just need, you know, we just need a place to vent. And what's what's a more safer place than at home with your spouse, yeah. you know, or your boyfriend or your girlfriend, the person that you can find and the person who is closest to you, right. you know? We find that safe place. And just like you said, sometimes we'll start talking, and as our mouths are running and we're kind of emptying out that vent, right. in that vent session that we had, we start putting things together in our heads like, oh, you know, I... I uh, Ooh, I was oh, wrong. Okay. Damn, man. I, yeah, should, you know I, I, mean? I shouldn't have said that. You know, baby, I'm sorry I said that. I really shouldn't have said right. that. What was I thinking? I, I don't know. But and, and here's the thing. And here's so here's a, I'll add to what you just said. You don't have to fix everything. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we approach, and I'll, I'll say as a man, sometimes we approach our communication as we gotta fix it. Yeah, yeah. That's and good. and it's not always something that needs to be fixed. It's just actually sometimes something that just needs to be communicated. It just needs to be something that needs to be heard. We keep going, we keep going back to the same point. Shut up and right. listen. You know, just 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 listen. Some things that you just need to hear what is happening. And and I'll add and I'll add this one last point. Um, well, not last point, but I'll add this point is we gotta be patient. Mm-hmm. It's hard, but you gotta pray for patience. You gotta pray for strength. Um, and, and, and so it really does take patience. And so here's part of our challenge with effective communication is we lack patience. Mm-hmm. We're impatient. Oh, yeah. And because we're impatient, we struggle with active listening. So who controls your ability to be patient? You do. This is, yeah, you do. This is, this is good. So it's back this again, it's back on what you can do rather than saying, well, they're not doing this and they're not doing that. Well, can you be patient? Right. Man, and I feel like, man, really, especially in our society today, patience <laughs> is really a virtue. You understand, like, it's, right. only, it's only 2020. You know what I mean? Ten years ago, uh, you know, internet wasn't moving as fast as it moves now. We didn't have 5G and, and LTE. <laughs> so to load a page, it was probably about, you You know, you're waiting like a minute or something. Right. Now, if, if my page doesn't load within 0.5 seconds, I already got an attitude. Yeah, you, you know and I mean? you moved on. You might have said, forget it. I, I, I don't <laughs> yeah, need to know. Yeah, you know? So it Exhibiting that patience, man, that's it. It's, it's really it's really a thing that we really got to really understand and really look into, especially with our with our spouses and our mates, man, just having that patience because we're living in a society where we're just kind of a, a microwave generation. We, we want things now and, and, and right now. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? man, you said it. Did you have another point that you want to jump on? Uh, my my last point, man, is just um, it's, it's a minor one, but I mean it's it's a minor one, but it's but it's but it has a big impact, and that's just making your listening a priority. Um, and what I mean by that is, just like I said, now with our generation in 2020, we got a lot of devices around. So if you want to get into a an active listening situation, you know, what I mean, really be a great listener, really yeah. have a great point of understanding. Turn off all the devices. That means don't watch TV while your mm. spouse is trying to communicate something right. to you. Put your phone away. You know what I mean? You don't have to be scrolling through Instagram while your spouse is trying to communicate something to you because in that sense, you're not being an active listener. Your attention it's span is somewhere else. else. Yeah. yeah. You know? No, no, I mean, that's so good, man, where we don't even realize that the... Ha- and and I've, had to, I've had to really be careful with my Apple Watch. I've gotten caught where I'll get a text... Uh-huh. And somebody's talking to me and it will vibrate on my wrist. And all of a sudden I'll pick up and look at my Apple Watch. But normally that's a sign of like, hurry up. 
you know, like I'm looking right, at, I'm looking at the time, like, hurry up, yeah. and I, I've been like, I'm like, oh, I'm being so rude and I'm not even meaning it to be rude. Like, no, no, I'm just, I, somebody texted me. I wasn't sure what it was. And, and so you're right. You know, in that moment, is that basketball game more important? Is that right. other thing more important? And, and, and there's that balance, you know, so that on the other end, we want to be mindful that if we want somebody to have our attention, if we want somebody to listen, you know, let's be mindful of the opportunities and when we're doing it, you know, mm-hmm. right, you know, at the end, you know, the last tw- two minutes of the game, that might not be, you know, like, can you just wait, <laughs> you know, two minutes before you bring that serious discussion up so that <laughs> right, way they way. can, you know, they don't feel the pull of like, okay, do I watch this or do I turn, what about, you know, it's like, it's almost setting somebody up for failure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> so let's not set people up, you know, for failure. It does take two. Um, and the, the, to the point where you mentioned communication, and these are great mm-hmm. applications, you know, but uh, using a device, you know, when you're talking about really something important, it, don't don't text it. Oh, oh yeah. You know, t- we, we've allowed it. texting to become our predominant form of communication. Mm-hmm. And it's actually a very poor form of communication. Mm-hmm. And and so as you're talking and seeking to understand or seeking to be understood, be careful about using text messaging. Right. You know, and I think a thing that's really important about that, too, is I remember reading a study, um, might have been a couple of years ago, but it said that it was talking about a study on communication. And it was saying that 85 percent of your communication, most of the time is nonverbal. You know, mm. so when you're using that text message and, and you know, what I mean, because you can't really put emotion inside nope. of a paragraph. You right. know what I mean? Where you have body language, facial expressions, this, the, the tone in your voice. You know what I mean? The the sorrow in your voice. All of those things. You know what I mean? When you're talking to somebody face to face, you 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 kind of compartmentalize that. You know what I mean? You, you 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 take that in. It's data that you're collecting to be able to understand exactly where that person is coming from and, you know, the situation that hand that's good so i think that's, that's good. a good point well the, the last uh point that i want to say is actually uh have a safe word have a safe phrase communicate ahead of time what that phrase or that word might be and and this is how it's applicable mm-hmm. is in the moment not all the time are you mentally or spiritually prepared to be an active listener Right. And so maybe something just happened and they want to talk about it, but you're just you're you just need time to cool down. Maybe something happened and you need time just to think about it or it's just the the wrong moment when they're trying to communicate. And so you want to communicate ahead of time. What's a key word that you can say? What's a key phrase that you you can say to where you both understand that? okay, we're going to put this on pause temporarily. Here's the the key word is temporarily. And mm-hmm. you're going to come back to it to address it fully. And that's, right, that's really helpful, you know, especially when you have heated moments when your ability to be an active listener probably isn't as best because you just need time to cool down. You need, yeah. and, and so it might be a cool down, cool down mode. Or we, we need some, well, I don't know what it is. You can come up with hot sauce. You know, <laughs> and the reason why right. I say that, you know, uh, is because sometimes having a silly word, you know, hot sauce with jelly, you know, it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and, and right, be, right. But, but the, here's the key thing is you're both agreeing upon that word. You're both agreeing upon that phrase. 
So that way, when it's said, it's a safe, again, we have this safe word, this safe phrase to where we understand, okay, we're going to give things about 30 minutes. We're going to give things an hour. Um, I will say this, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Mm -hmm. And so as there is something that needs to be discussed, don't use this as an opportunity to push it off to where you don't discuss it. And then you allow a day to go by, you allow another day to go by and so on and so on. That is not good communication. So what I'm referring to is we just need to, I I just need a couple moments just to kind of think through to calm down so I can be a better listener. Keontae, you have any last thoughts? We good? Um, yeah, yeah, we good. You know, I I just want to say one thing. Um, and this is just a practice, you know, as we're talking about communication, um, the easiest way, because, you know, you're not going to have an argument every day. So I say the easiest way to practice active listening and being a good communicator is if you don't already do it, try debriefing your day to your spouse every day. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, just just telling them how your day went. You know what I mean? That way that kind of practices, it stirs up the pot of you being an active communicator, you know, and actively conversing with your spouse back and forth. And you try that every day as you continue to talk through your day, you can implement some of these tips that we've said today, you know, that'll help you in the long run. If something ever does come to a heated point, now you have the practice. Right. And that's so that man, that's such a good point because you're practicing doing it and you're and here's something that I've always heard is is critical is you stay current. You're not Mm -hmm. allowing issues just to kind of pile up and pile up and pile up. So by you communicating and talking every single day and you just have that time. Now you're actually doing a couple of different things. You're getting quality time in daily. Right. You're practicing good communication daily. Right, you're staying right. current, you know, so you're you're practicing active listening. So so just taking that time daily to uh sit down and debrief and talk about one another's day is a great tool. Uh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, we rarely give our listeners homework, but you got you got some homework. Today. Got some homework today. All <laughs> right. We want to hear how you're doing on those assignments. That's good. I pray that our, our listeners are really blessed by this. And and let's go ahead and close in prayer. Father, we thank you for every blessing for your guidance, for your love and protection. And Father, as our listeners are seeking to just better in their relationships, they're seeking to 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 transform their relationships in 2020. Father, we pray that these um techniques are, are, are really, these principles are really just a blessing to them as mm-hmm. they begin to apply them. So Father, I pray that we can just do a better job of, of active listening, that we can remind ourselves, just be quiet. Just, just shut up right now and just listen. And so that way in doing so, we can grow closer to our uh, people, to, to in relationships, to spouses, and, and continue to just grow in our relationships. We love you. We ask all these things in your son, Jesus name. Amen. Amen. All right. God bless you. God keep you. Please don't go forget to go to the website, simplifycomplexity.org. If you have not subscribed, please subscribe. Uh, we want to hear from you. We love to read your reviews. And so leave a review. Don't just click the five star, but also leave a review. We want to be able to read that um, and, and share with our listeners. And finally, don't forget about our $100 giveaway. And so mm-hmm. if our podcast has been a blessing to you, if there's an episode that you really enjoyed, if there's a couple episodes, whatever it is, we want you to post that up. And we want you to tag me at Brian E. Wallace. Make sure that your account isn't on private or you have to follow me. Otherwise, I do not see it. And we're going to announce a winner. All right. Well, God bless you. God keep you. Until next time. My family can be fam. That's the way it's supposed to be. It's a family reunion and my family's with me. Come on. This is what you're for. Come on. Stand up. Put your hands up.